welcome to the Worry Less Living Podcast, the place where you can learn to be free from the weight of worry, and when you worry, be better equipped to manage it. I'm Sarah Falk, your coach for a quieter mind and worry less living. Welcome back to the Worry Less Living Podcast. I'm Sarah Falk, and I am your coach for a quieter mind and worry less living. And we have been talking about stimulants. And last week, I think I blew some people's minds when I asked them to consider and to try reducing slash eliminating caffeine from their system, from their diet. And we talked about the way that sugar and caffeine stimulates us and that when our stress response is already stimulated and active, we do not need any further encouragement in that area. It's almost like throwing gasoline on a fire. And so if you want to do yourself a favor and see results fairly rapidly, and of course, if you are like a a pot a day coffee drinker and you drink caffeinated coffee, it's going to be a big adjustment and it might feel worse before it feels better. But I encourage you to stick with it and see how you feel after you get off the caffeine for a little while, after you get off the sugar for a little while, I think you're going to be surprised with the results. I really do. And I'd love to hear from you if you did, if you were one of the ones who went with the challenge and you were like, yes, I did it. Um, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Facebook, Sarah Falk Coaching, and you can find me at sarahfaultcoaching.com, the website. There's a resource page there, the Reduce Worry resource page. And so much of the information that I'll share here can be expounded upon there, or there's different information there as well. And I just encourage you, if you're looking just for some more information, to go to those places. And also, leave me a message. I would love to hear from you. And if there's something that you want me to cover in the podcast, on the podcast here, I would be very happy to listen to what you have to say, listen to the things that you would like to hear about, and to provide that value, provide that information to you. As for today, we are going to talk about stimulants again, but we're going to talk about environmental stimulants. So last time we talked about chemical stimulants and that would be adrenaline or that would I was going to say adrenaline and cortisol. Yes, Sarah, those are chemical <laughs> stimulants, but what we were talking about was caffeine and sugar. There were other things that I did not mention, but I also want um for my cannabis using friends, I want you to think about how it makes you feel in the long term. Because that was another one that I always or often encourage people to reduce slash eliminate because in the long run, y'all, it does increase your cortisol level. And maybe in the moment you feel relaxed, but for the long term, it's, it's kind of perpetuating a cycle because it 
your cortisol level will be increased and then you need to go back and use it again so you can relax and then in the moment you're relaxed and then a little bit later you're feeling like you need it again. Similarly, alcohol will raise your cortisol level as well and while in the moment it might make you feel loose and like you're relaxing you know, it, it perpetuates the same cycle as cannabis does. So it's really something to pay attention to. I just encourage you to think about that. That's what I'm going to say about that for today. We are going to spend our time talking about environmental stimulants. And so many of us have a pretty clear idea and probably do know a lot of the things I'm going to share with you today. But maybe we don't consider it or we we're not aware all the time. It doesn't mean that we don't know. It just means that we just we're comfortable. Like we're just carry on and it's fine and in we're fine. So environmental stimulants could be man, it could be anything and it could be particular to each person. So for me I know if someone wants to have a conversation with me, I cannot have a screen of any kind in my periphery. Like I can't, it can't be on the sides. It can't be in front of me. Like, no, I can't have it because I, it's like I'm trying, I'm scanning everything. Uh, you know, I'm distractible. So I, I know that about myself. And you might be thinking of some other things for yourself, like music, right? So music in the background while you're on hold. Even music, if my child is trying to talk to me, I can't. I have to shut off the radio or shut off the CD and, well, CD. Wow, how old do you think I am, right? <laughs> anyway, I just have to shut off the music so that I can have the conversation and just and, and hone in, like really zero in, focus in. So it's any of those things that you find in your environment. It takes your, your thought away from the primary focus. And the thing about screens, let's just, let's just dial it back a little bit and go back to that. And kind of, again, here's another elephant in the room, right? A lot of us our, our kids have phones or iPads or Chromebooks. In my world, I'll tell you, in my home, no tech at the table and it gets shut down at a certain time. And they, they're not going to sleep with screens. No sleeping with screens. I use my phone for an alarm and that's fine, but I put it face down and it's on, it's got the, the brown background. I put it on night shift and it's away from me where I'm not, it's not, that light is not impacting me. Here's why it's so important to limit screen time and all the children out there are going, no, <laughs> but here's why it's so important to limit screen time. Oh, hey, Hey, and honestly, aren't the parents also going, no, <laughs> because sometimes it is just nice to be like, go watch something or go play video games or go, you know, <laughs> like I need a breather here. But 
The reason why it's important for the brain's sake to limit screen time and I would say even to shut it down at a particular time, and I'm going to be talking about best bedtime practices for cortisol levels, for worrying, for chronic overthinking. So we're going to get into that, but this is part of it. So part of the reason is this blue light. So not every device has the night shift option where it puts this amber light behind there, but I'll say even the amber light isn't great right? It, it helps because the blue light is the worst for you, but the, even the amber light can still negatively impact you depending on like duration of usage and even like the time of day you're trying to use it. So what happens in your brain is this blue light is communicating to your brain. And so your brain is releasing serotonin and dopamine. And if you're trying to go to sleep, you don't want serotonin. You don't want to be waking up. It's, it's tricking your brain into thinking it's daytime. Put it that way. Okay. So the blue light tricks your brain into thinking it's daytime. And if you're laying in bed and you're like, I don't know why I can't go to sleep. I'm watching these videos that always put me to sleep. It's so relaxing. Well, your, your brain needs to release a chemical called melatonin. And some of you have heard of melatonin because you actually take it as a supplement at night to help you sleep. But I would suggest that perhaps you don't even need this, that supplement. What if, just what if you tried shutting the screens off like an hour before you went to bed so that your brain could actually begin to do what it needs to do, which is release this sleepy time. I just love that. The sleepy time chemical, melatonin, and that's going to wash over your brain and help you go to sleepy time. So I just encourage you to kind of take a look at your environment, even like your sleeping environment. And again, we're going to talk more about this at a later date, but for now, Look at your environment and see what environmental stimulants could be contributing to this sense of worry, this sense of concern, this overthinking, keeping you stimulated. Then consider how you might adjust. Some things you can't get rid of. Some things We'll just need, we'll, we'll just require adjustments, right? We need our phones. We need our computers. We have work to do, but perhaps putting better boundaries around those things will help our brain to process properly, like the way it needs to be processing. And so that is the action step for this week. I just encourage you to pay attention to the environmental stimulants. And yeah, I, I went, I went in, went in hard on screens this week, but that's okay because we need to be aware and we need to pay attention. And sometimes we spend more time on screens than we actually even meant to or realized. So I just encourage you to put better boundaries around those things and then see how you feel. Does it feel better? Were your thoughts quiet? Was your mind quieter, guys, gals, friends, 
try it out and see. That's what we're going for. We're going for a quieter mind. We're going for less weight of worry on our shoulders, on our chest as we're going to bed. We just want to lighten that weight. We just want to quiet our minds so we can have a good night's sleep, right? So that we can have a, a clear a clear thought or, you know, so we, we feel like we're in a good position for a good day. So I encourage you, environmental stimulants, what are they and how can you make adjustments so that you are protected? Let me know how it, how it goes, how it feels, what you did. There are many ways to get a hold of me, sarahfalkcoaching.com. There is a reduce your worry resource page there with some articles and videos and etc. So please make your way there. I will look forward to talking to you again next week. And until then, my friends,